You've heard me talking for over three years about my pillow and the great products they have. There are some great specials right now when you go to mypillow.com slash radio specials. You can find Giza Dream Sheets as low as $39.99. Six piece my pillow towel sets, deeply discounted. $39.95, and of course, half price my slippers, which make my feet feel wonderful. All sorts of great products, including the My Pillow mattress topper, a My Pillow for the rest of your body. Go to mypillow.com slash radio specials. That's mypillow.com slash radio specials. Use my promo code USA, or you can call 1 800 951 8175. That's 1 800 951 8175. MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Promo code USA. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our uh, wonderful uh, producer, Cal Hunter. We appreciate all his hard work in making this thing, this wonderful show, Oh, five-year show, just just click. Wow. Remember, we're the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. And I want to remind you of that because if you think you're going to be informed you know, uh, of some great uh, legal minds, you're going to be entertained more than you are going to be informed. <laughs> so just remember that. And then, you'll, then you won't have the expectations so high. Remember, we're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel. We're talking about general topics of law. And if you want to read our disclaimers, just go to radiolawtalk.com. And, or you can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com and ask us about the disclaimers. Just make sure you don't do it while you're driving. Or, you know, if you're in the passenger seat, it's okay. But not while you're driving. Don't read while you're driving. But, you know, it, it just maybe don't even have someone read it to you while you're driving. Oh, don't do that. That'll put that, you in no, all that, that is not good. <laughs> Danger. So whatever it is, <laughs> just don't, don't do anything. Go to our social media. A radio law talk. I want everybody to listen. Just do this for me, okay? I'm asking one thing. Go to Radio Law Talk Instagram, and it is growing. Yet I had someone say, you know, it needs to grow more. We need to get more Instagram followers. Go to our, our Facebook page. We don't put too much on, but I'm telling you, our our uh, Instagram page, we put a lot on. Maybe we might put some stuff on Twitter now. They won't uh, ban us. I don't know. You never uh, know. <laughs> you do not know. <laughs> well, we're going to talk. Uh, we, we, we did. We'll probably did be you get about, banned from Twitter? No. But we're, we're talking. We'll probably talk about Elon Musk in the days to come because I think he's testifying in the Johnny Depp uh, Amber Heard trial. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that when the time comes. But today we're going to uh, talk about a very interesting home that was sold with an additional, uh, uh, a, a great addition in the basement. Also a Hidden Hills tragic, uh, just a tragic case. And then a family sues a ritzy country club. And why? You're going to find out why this family is suing this ritzy, com- ritzy country club and the interesting part about it. 
But the reason we're here is what? Why are we here, Cal? What's the reason we're here? Well, I think one of the main reasons is to do this. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Johnny is a very famous musician and a songwriter with not a lot of versatility, but a songwriter nonetheless. He and his record label, that used to be called Berserkly, and was purchased by, I think, Fantasy Records, went through a nasty, nasty divorce. But Johnny did what musicians do. He kept on writing and he kept on performing. Even though his old record label owned his master tapes, his song catalog, everything. He signed a very bad record deal going in, as many people do. So then Johnny wrote and released another song as Johnny, not as his group. And his former record label, Fantasy, heard the song and said, Hey, that sounds just like a remake of one of your previous songs. And they ran to their lawyers seeking to see if they had a case or no case against Johnny for sounding like himself. My question for you, is it a case or no case when someone writes a song that sounds like they sound? Denise, what do you say? Case or no case? Is, is this a famous person? Oh, yes. And what type of genre? Uh, I would say rock and roll with a sort of Louisiana twist, if I may. They were in the Bay Area. They used to be known as the Gollywogs, if that helps you. But at any rate, yeah, uh, when you hear a song or two, you'll go, oh, yeah, I know those guys. Yeah. I don't think a record label can um, can own the sound of a person. They can own the master tapes. They can own certain certain writings. They can own certain um, songs and the musical or kind of arrangement around it. But the, the actual, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the actual sound of a singer, they cannot own. Um I'm going to say this is a case, and it's still pending. All right, Mr. Penny, what do you think about this matter of Johnny, the songwriter, getting sued because he wrote a song that sounds like his songs? But I don't understand it. So he, 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 okay, he wrote a song that sounds like his songs that the rights are owned by the other record label. Other record yeah. label. Yeah. So he went to Warner. He went to Warner from mm -hmm. Fantasy. Mm -hmm. And so he released a song under Warner that Fantasy said, that sounds like a song we already own. You can't right. do that. We're going to sue you for that. Or we'd like to see if we can, case or no case. Yeah. That is really interesting because your natural reaction would say no. So I'm going to say it's a case, yes, and it's uh, So it's a genre. Okay. Yes, it's a case, and it's still pending. Okay, Mr. Well, you and Denise are on the same page. Mr. Cunin, what think you about this matter? All right. Well, how about this? Okay. Yes, it's a case. All right. So did you say it's a case too, Denise? Yes, okay. sir. So, Cal, you could get points. You could get <laughs> it's points. It's possible, isn't it? Yeah. So it, I'll say it is a case, but I'm going to say it resolved. And you know what? I'm going to say that the record label wins – the prior record label. The, the, one prior, that made the, the prior record label wins okay. because they're saying that he wrote a song that's too similar to one that he wrote. It's not just the sound. It's 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 akin to these copyright infringement yeah. things. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're, you're writing a new song but using the same riff, the same lick and all that that you used in the previous one. And you're using the name Johnny and you keep emphasizing that. And I think that um, that might not be his real name. 
but it, it might be the name of somebody else. But I, but I think that the previous record label wins. All right. Uh, uh, can I can I ask a question? Well, sure. But Is you this, gotta... this sounds so similar to the female, the the younger girl that now she rewrote all of her own songs. Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah, yeah. It could be something similar to that, right? I'll also, by the way, give you a bonus point if you can identify the artiste. A bonus point. I knew you were going to do that. Go ahead. Bonus point. Dang it. What, it was Gallywags, and what was the other one? Gollywogs. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oh, I, mean, I thought you gave another name. You mm, said no. Johnny. Berserkly was the record label. Berserkly. Yeah, Berserkly, which was acquired by, because of this famous band, they bought out this little recording company in Berkeley, California called Berserkly and acquired all of the rights of Johnny and his song and his band. So, but what was Fantasy label then? Fantasy bought Berserkly, and Warner Brothers is the artist to whom Johnny jumped. Okay, Berserkly was the initial guys. Fantasy buys them. Artist jumps to Warner. All right, start with Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying case not resolved yet? I, I did. I said case not resolved. No, I already said. I said it was a case, and that it's not resolved. I know. I was trying to get you to say who it was. Oh, oh, who it is? Who's trying to trick uh, me into that? Jo- uh, uh, let's see, country music. No, I didn't say country. I said, oh, you said rock, rock and roll. Rock, rock, rock with a roll. Louisiana bent. Uh, 38 special. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Todd, you want to take a guess as to whom the artist might be? Oh, Gosh. John Fogarty. Okay. That's a good guess. Let's do two of them because I'm going to also say. uh, You're going to do two? No, let's do multiple. We're not going to get it right. Well, I don't know. What if I got it right? Yeah, he might have it right. He didn't get it right. Oh, he didn't? No. It's um, Neil Young, too. That's what I was just going to say. Dang it. Okay, Denise, quickly, you got to tell me. Okay, that's it. Kenny Loggins. Okay. Here it is. Here's one of the songs. Yeah. Todd got it right? Yes, he did. Got the yeah. artist right. Is that Fogel? Dan Fogelberg? John, John Fogarty. John Fogarty. Of Creedence Clearwater oh, Revival. Oh, nice. gosh. Todd nailed it. Yeah, right God, in the so face. Todd gets three. All right, we come well, back. We've we, we got to find out look, if it was a oh, case in the wait, day one. Yeah, we got 30 okay. seconds. Todd, yeah. when we come back, we're going to find out who wins the case or no case. But listen to Fogarty on the way out. Yeah, we'll bump out with John and stay tuned. By the way, this uh, song and issue came out with his really bestseller ever called Put Me In Coach Center Field. So we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit on Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. 
If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. past episodes of Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening. 
There is no charge for listening to episodes on Radio Law Talk, and we hope you take advantage of that service we offer to you free. Now back to the show. Here are Fred, Todd, and Denise. Hey, that's great. Uh, You know what? Tell us about the case. Just a quick overview. Quick summary. And then then, uh, Denise clearly, uh, we'll we'll go through what Denise said and I said and Todd said really quick, really quick. John Fogarty wrote this song, Run Through the Jungle. And then he wrote another song called Old Man Down the Road. Oh, yeah. And a record, competing record labels took them to court, to the jury, and said, he can't write a song that sounds like himself. That's a violation of copyright. That song sounds like the other song. And they presented it to a jury. And you said, all of us said this case. That it was still pending. No, we said it was a case. Yeah, no, still pending. Still pending. And, And I said the previous record company wins against Fogarty. Okay, well, I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is it's a case. The bad news is it's long since resolved. Yes. Uh, John Fogarty of CCR won because the jury said the songs were, uh, Creedence Clearwater, the songs were dissimilar. And besides, if Fogarty wrote a song and it sounded like himself, how could he be sued for that? So he won. And here's the cool part. By the way, his remaining members of his band, who all testified against him, including his own brother, toured as a group called Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Nobody could use the original name. And a really good artist got eaten up by the music business. But here's the other cool thing about all of this. When it was all over, over, John Fogarty and Warner Brothers held a news conference, and he said to all of the reporters there, you know that they have been holding back my royalties? $1.4 $1.4 million. Wow. And he said to the reporters, let's go get it. <laughs> and he got in a car and took off and drove to the record label to try to get a check. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Is he yep. still alive? Oh, no? yeah. Still performing oh, yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I get two points, two points. because I guessed Fogarty yes. and it was a case. Right. That yep. puts you ahead now. And Denise and Fred each get a point because they guessed a case and depending. That was a good one. I like that case. I like that one a lot, too. It was a unique one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, I want you to picture yourself as a realtor, all right? And you can't say what's in the basement, but you have to sell this house because of uh, the owner is really sick and actually hospice is going to start coming out. And and you're in the the hospital slash – you know, um, you know, rest home, and, and it's got to be sold for cash. You sell it for a little bit less, but it has some issues with the basement. Now, how is it, without revealing what this issue is in the basement that this house was being sold for, and by the way, sold within, what, three weeks or three days or something? Sold quickly near Virginia. It's in Virginia, near Washington, D.C., what are some things, starting with you, Denise, then to Todd, then to myself, then to Cal, give me some description of what comes with the house to make it so it sounds enticing without giving away, mentioning, or hinting on what is in the basement. Five-bedroom, four-bath house in Fairfield, or Fairfax, um, beautifully maintained with a bonus in the basement. <laughs> BB with a BB. Yep. All right, Todd. What say you? Um, potential cash flow property. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. All right, Cal. Uh, I would say beautiful home for a family. All it needs is a new owner and some minor repairs. <laughs> no, no uh, fi- uh, fixer upper. Fixer like upper. Yeah. I would say um, wonderful home near Washington D.C. and. 
you can <laughs> near Washington D.C. <laughs> where the Washington D.C. <laughs> elite can stay. There's a reason. Any others? Perhaps Denise? too long. You mean that would stay too long? Denise, any others? No. All right. This is a Virginia home. Sells for eight hundred five thousand. But if you buy it, you have to pay cash, and it includes the squatter living in the basement <laughs> when you buy the house. And, 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 uh, and they get to stay there for an indefinite period of time, potentially a life estate for that squatter. And that person absolutely um, is there and refuses to leave. It was the former nurse for the individual that lived in that house because the individual needed some nursing care. It's a, it's a woman, and she's got a daughter, and she lives in the basement and refuses to leave and or pay rent. And so the problem is they have no will. The guy that's really sick, he has no will, but maybe he should have made one up quickly. And he doesn't have the money to be able to hire lawyers to kick her out. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. And she took advantage of this poor old guy that was dying, and they, they had to sell the house quickly for a discount which it sold in cash, and now they've got to try to get the person out of the, the basement. Wow. Well, that's easy. Basements, flood. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's a good idea. But, I mean, in D.C., as, as you pointed out, 850000 housing yeah. prices in Fairfax are just almost as insane as they are in California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a really nice colonial-looking house. But, yeah, so they're going to have to buy it and then hire lawyers to try to kick her out, and apparently... The laws, though, are there. It didn't seem that bad. The laws, they said it's basically, and she claims she's homeless and she can't leave. Oh, basically, it on. says Virginia law currently prohibits the family from barring the woman from the home or turning off the utilities until the proper court order is issued. So I don't This know. is what's interesting. They had to sell this house before the, do- the guy, the owner was dying, right. and they had to sell it before he died because the contract is between him and... And the buyers. Oh. So when he dies, the question is, There's is no that way. contract going to survive? No, mean, you, mean, you mean the lady downstairs in the, in the basement, he had a contract with her? To no, I'm buyer. saying the yeah. buyers yeah. and the sellers had a contract to allow this lady to live there. So they had to close escrow before his life closes. Yes. In effect. Yeah. Wow. House in Virginia comes with free health care worker. <laughs> Or date if you want to go out with her. Need live in, live in gardener, possibly. Need health care provider. <laughs> Need health care provider. Yes. We'll be back. It's We're going to talk about a country club gets sued by a family and why. This is Radio Law Talk. Much more is coming right up right here. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. 
by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Oh, that's stone. Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. Sometimes when you buy a house, there's certain things that are desired. Beautiful views, people in the basement. Nice plumbing. Plumbing, um, <laughs> you know, lakefront, oceanfront. Or a lot of people want golf course front. In Absolutely. Fact, I know people that want to buy a house on the golf course, and not only on the golf course, but that uh, they want to be as close to the course as they can. And it's and the value of, the, of that house usually depends where on the golf course. Now, I've looked at homes on golf courses before. The first thing I say to myself is, where do I put that home on the golf course? Not, you know, you know, on the, dr- I would say on the fairway area, because you know someone's going to shank one into your house or something. Maybe up by the tee box won't be so bad. But free golf balls. Think of that. You don't want your, you don't want your <laughs> house about 100 to 150 yards down from the tee box on a par five. Right, clang, clang, clang. You're, you are going to collect yeah. more golf balls than uh, <laughs> than a and, sand and trap not or just water. That my brother-in-law trouncing through their their uh, backyard looking for his ball. <laughs> That's, like, I had a brother-in-law. Oh, no. I remember one time at, at a country club, and I was part of this. And I was young. I was in my early twenties. As my father-in-law's country club, and I and I knew that my ball went up. There's this tree. And it was not super tall. It was a um, uh, palm tree. And they, you know how you trim the palms, right? Yes. And doggone it, I said, you know what? I'm going to go up there and look. And I somehow pulled the cart up, was able to stand on top of it, and look down where the, where the actual palms were cut. And it's got the little stubs. Where the fronds were off. Yeah. I could yeah. not believe. I probably found 200 golf balls. 
They were all <laughs> sitting up there in those prawns. I was just like fucking about. This was on, and this wasn't in anyone's yard. It was on the golf course. I couldn't believe that was. So those of you who find a little tree, don't climb up a tree. I don't want you to sue me saying, oh, I climbed a tree because Mr. Penny told me. But that's, I found a lot of golf balls. But this couple, doggone it, they were tired <laughs> of it. And so they sued the country club for what reason? Does anybody know? I, don't, I would imagine just for have, interrupting their life with noise at all hours you, or something like you, that, wouldn't the disturbance. You, wouldn't you think that's an assumption of the risk, Cal? You, you buy that. I would think so. You know so. it's going to happen. But they have three daughters, ages two and five, sued this country club. Wait, how, uh, many, how many daughters did they have? Uh, ages two and five. I thought you said three daughters, ages two oh, and five. Oh, 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 oh. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, one had multiple personalities. They were twins. They were so, twins. You know, hey, yeah, yeah. But remember. No, ages two through five. <laughs> two, oh, three, two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they, they, uh, they sued this country club in Massachusetts for trespass over the constant bombardment of the <laughs> golf balls into the yard. Did they and just move there from a beachfront home? I'm just wondering. I don't know. About risk. <laughs> I don't know. If, look, if they had three kids in a three-year span, uh, how, how emotionally stressed can you be? <laughs> well, then you got the kids. I mean, come on. Exactly. You're blaming it on the golf balls. Maybe it's lack of sleep. Okay? Do you think? Okay, you ready for this? They bought the house for $750,000. They were awarded, including interest, Four point nine million. Wow, that was a good investment. <laughs> I got a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar home and got four point nine million out of it. Um, you know, of course, there's attorney fees that are coming out of that, but that's what happened. And they got the, mental distress or something oh, too. Yeah, the damages. jury, the jury uh, gave them this. Uh, I mean, gave them that money. But I'm just thinking. First off, first off, first off, who okay. paid it? The country club? Yeah, the country club. Wow. Well, they, I don't think they paid it. They've they've appealed well, it. Oh, they've appealed it. But yeah. I mean, I mean, who was at fault? Is what you mean? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. When you when you buy a house, there are certain disclosures that the previous seller, that the seller has to make, and and I have to assume that house gets peppered by golf balls all the time should be in those disclosures. You would think. Well, it was it a brand was. new house, but, but matter, it was built up. Do. It was built up on a little embankment that makes it particularly vulnerable to golf balls. Well, I think it must have happened that they didn't just... There had to be a disclosure is situation. They didn't disclose. They probably told them... I'm just... I'm speculating here. Look, this one's not going to get golf balls into this home because it's up higher or something to that effect. But, but yes, there's an assumption of the risk. And I'm almost guarantee you... I, you know, I've seen new home contracts. It's always... Yes, I've seen this before. Train sounds. The train's like two miles away, right? Right. Freeway sounds. Freeway two miles away. Uh, they they put everything in those disclosures. You know they'd have to put golf balls in the disclosures. Well, my question is, in, in California, if they had somebody sleeping in the basement for the previous story, or if you had golf balls coming in like hailstones, you would have to tell them that. It would be very clearly documented in the sales agreement, would it not? It, it's, so, on, it's on the golf course, you guys, it's yeah. an open and notorious feature Hello, right there where the house is built. And, and Denise makes a point. Apparently, they bought it. was a brand-new home, so it was built, and, and they were the, apparently the first occupants of it. But even then, the builder on a golf course has got to say, you know you're going to get golf balls here. It, it's, it's got to happen. And what, what about netting? Well, yeah. I think that they could do it, and then they'd argue they lost part of their view. Right? Yeah. And apparently this house was on the same plane as the 15th tee. Wow. So that would be a lot. A lot of golf balls. Yeah. Well, they, and 
and I guess you know the uh, the, the golf course reconfigured the tee box for that, and it resulted in like no ball oh. strikes over three and a half months. So maybe they used that as a it was an easy fix, and you finally did it after you know we sued or, or threatened to sue and. It was something that you could have done, and you chose not to do it, and that's why we get emotional distress. I don't know. But mm-hmm. they, wow. That could be what it was, was just building it wrong, right? Yeah. They, they built it and banked it and did all that stuff wrong. Maybe, maybe taking down the sign, free beer at the 18th hole if you hit the house on the left, that might have, <laughs> you know. But you could teach your children industry. Gathering and reselling golf balls, they could go out there like a like a you know golf ball for a quarter each or whatever. And you could also teach them the principles of stop, drop, and roll because those <laughs> yes. golf balls hurt. <laughs> and the value of helmets, exactly, exactly. And the value of plastic windows because they have oh, stopped right? replacing oh, their windows. I can imagine. Wow, and that's not cheap. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about Hidden Hills Estate. This uh, very interesting Hidden Hills. Those of you who don't know where that is. It's in the L.A. area. It is a very high-end um, um, you know, area of Los Angeles. Hidden Hills is where supposedly Kate and Jenner lives. Uh, I, there's a lot of people that live there in, um, in um, Hidden Hills, including the Kardashians. So, um, How hidden can it really be? Yeah, I know. And it's near Calabasas, which I know very well. Um, but anyway, it's kind of the socialites. The wealthy live there. And an interesting, sad thing occurred. There was a main road that is kind of in a, uh, what do you call, uh, home areas where homes are and residential residential kind of area. I can, the later it gets, I can't remember words like residential. <laughs> um, and apparently a mother with her five-year-old and two other children were, um, one boy was on a skateboard, the other one was on those little scooters, uh, walked through an intersection um, and it was had a uh, uh, an area to to walk across, and it even had a crosswalk. In the crosswalk, and the, ch- and the mom heard this loud noises and turned. And it was about 7:30 at night. It was in February, so I'm not quite sure if it was dark or dusk at that time. But there was two SUVs kind of racing, doing they said in excess of 70 miles an hour. Oh no! And and then the one uh, she grabs her five-year-old, pulls out of the way, and then the 11 and I think 7-year-old, 8-year-old were hit and killed. So what is going on with this case? Uh, they, this lady that hit them, supposedly hit them, the socialite in her uh, Mercedes SUV, is being prosecuted and potentially can face 34 years to life in prison. But what is, and she's pled not guilty, What's crazy is why would you plead not guilty of something so obvious? Right. But wait, it's not so obvious. Todd, Mr. Prosecute, former prosecutor, now um, a person that does defend those who are being prosecuted, tell us what's the interesting part of this. Well, what she's pled not guilty to is two counts of murder. I mean, it's one thing if it's vehicular manslaughter, whether it's gross negligence or ordinary negligence. And, and, and look, those call for jail time. But she was charged with murder, second-degree homicide, two counts of it under what's called an implied malice theory. And we're heading up to a break. When we come back from the break, I'll explain what that means. Also, she was kind of racing against another individual, that, so the allegations go. That individual's only been charged with reckless driving. 
former Major League Baseball player. Wow. Critical, oh, critical no. question, although your answer was alcohol and something like that. Well, we're going to talk about that, we'll get that um, when up. we come yeah. back. So, yeah. Cal, yeah. take yeah. us out. Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. And thanks to all of you for listening to us here on Radio Law Talk. We remind you, we are live Saturdays, uh, every uh, 9 to noon, every Saturday, uh, Pacific time. You can listen to us live at radiolawtalk.com. If your local radio station doesn't carry all three hours or a more convenient time, you can stream our podcast. It's all free. And it's all at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, my air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 
31? I mean, 13? We, we took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We're back talking about this Hidden Hills uh, case. Todd, you, uh, as a pro- former prosecutor, why don't you lay out some interesting things about this case? So, so when we were going into the break, you said she, the uh, individual, she's charged with murder, not manslaughter. She's charged with murder. Now, murder requires one of two things, that either the murder occur with express malice, the person intended to kill the other person, or what's called implied malice. Implied malice is when essentially the conduct is so reprehensible that, that there was a probability that somebody was going to die. If I'm at a baseball game and I'm on the second tier and, it, and everybody is packed down below me and I start throwing cinder blocks off, not intending to kill any one person. I'm just like with reckless abandon, throwing cinder blocks and bowling balls t- down below. This is a hypothetical in my law school. Um, yeah, by the way, don't do this. We do not endorse yes, that. Thank you. Uh, so I- I- if we started doing that, I remember my law school professor said, you know, is that implied malice? And one of the students raised their hand. This is in the uh, mid-90s. Well, was it a Charger? Because I was in San Diego. Was it a Chargers game or a Padres game? Because if it was Chargers, then, yeah, it's implied malice. The stadium is packed. <laughs> if it's Padres, well, there's probably nobody sitting down there there's anyway. There's six people down there, right? right? Yeah. So, the, so the question here is, was her conduct so egregious that it rises to the level of, of a probability that somebody – not possibility, a probability – that somebody will be killed? And, and there was something that happened in this case that leads me to believe that the prosecution is con- was concerned – and is concerned about whether or not at a preliminary hearing, That's what this, this is was. not trial, this is a preliminary hearing. This is for the judge to determine if there's enough basic evidence that this can actually go to a trial. And I think the concern was that on these facts, the judge might not give them what they want, which is a holding order binding it over for trial. And the reason I say that is this. In the state of California, hearsay is admissible at a preliminary hearing. So normally, in a case like this, you would have the investigating officer come in and testify what mom witnessed when her two kids were hit and killed in front of her, right? In this case, they called the mom as a live witness and didn't introduce it through hearsay. They called her as a live witness to testify to what she observed watching her two children, 8 and 11, be killed by this driver. Wow. And driving I, 70 miles an hour. Driving 70 miles an hour. And I think the reason is the prosecution is probably thinking it's going to be a lot harder for that judge to see that mom and say, you know what? I don't think there's enough here. 
after she testified than if the officer had testified. And so tactically, this is not it's it's not a slam dunk case. If it was vehicular homicide, I, I, as I said at the break, they could roll out of bed and make that case. But, right, but they were they were um, they were racing through a residential neighborhood at high speeds, and it highly likely though one of them could have crashed and died. And, so and it's just because it's not highly likely that they would hit somebody in a cross crosswalk doesn't mean it. It doesn't have to be the actual act, does it? Just remember, and now the the words here you're, you're saying highly likely. Highly probable. Versus probable. There's a likelihood this might happen, a possibility versus a probability. And, and those Probability's are all the, more difficult. Th- to those are prove. all things that the judge has to look at. And, and I, I think that this is a tough one. There's no evidence of impairment other than one person, another former baseball player, said that in the presence of the two people, the defendant in this case and then the other baseball player, may have consumed some alcohol earlier. But I have seen nothing to indicate that they're trying to make this as a DUI homicide. Well, they can't but because they she didn't went, stop either. No, they kept driving. Yeah, but the, here's the reason why. She did go to the hot. They took her to the hospital and they did a blood draw and she was below the legal limit. Yeah, so. and, and, and they probably ran it not only for blood, but for drugs as well. Right, anything else. And, uh, but they're, yeah. So, so this case is going forward. What brought, um, what brought on the race, Fred? I don't mean I, we, I, what, we, we don't know. That's why I can't figure this out. What? Wow. And, and you know what? It sounds to me like they're not like kids. These are... Adults that are, have, I guess, family people, you know. They're actually adults, and, and the socialite involved, you know, has a burn center, like the, yes. a charitable, you know. Charity. Yeah, burn center, trying to help children. It's, yes. it's kind of a tragedy all the way around. But, yeah. um, Reckless driving can you is imagine, not limited to the youth. Can you imagine being the mom that grabs a five-year-old but couldn't grab the other two? I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, I'll tell wow. you right now, and this oh. is not, look, I, I am in no way trying to say, what the mother did, she did anything wrong, because it sounds like, at least what I understand, nothing wrong. But people always think I'm weird when we go, as a personal injury lawyer, having seen so many accidents, and, you know, people used to get upset when my, my children drove Ford F-150 four-wheel drive trucks, thought, oh, you're just a ritzy person. No, that's one of the safest vehicles, one of them, out there to have your kids drive, right? And the other thing is, when I am at a crosswalk, FYI, when you press that little button to wait, step away three or four feet from the corner. People think, what are you doing? You see all those times where there's a lot of people, you know, maybe coming from a football game, basketball game, they press the button. and they're, they're, Don't forget, cars are driving by at speeds, and if they lose control, they, they take out the people on the corner. Or and, they're trying to beat the light. I have seen people take people out on the corner wow. and, uh, and do that. So when you press that little thing to walk across the street, step back a few feet, everybody. Just stay away from the car that goes off the road a little bit and hits the corner too fast. And even when you step back a few more feet, don't have your head buried in your phone looking at stuff. Right. Keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention to right. what's going on. And right when it turns, you know, gr- right when it turns green for you to walk, don't go jumping out in the in the crosswalk. Look both ways. And you know what? Sometimes you'll see a car barreling down like, eh, I don't know if they're going to stop. Why don't you wait? And always do that even before you go on a crosswalk. I just got to be don't so Don't assume careful. that they see you. And don't, don't assume. Don't think, well, I have the right of way, so I'm okay. Yeah, because the car weighs a couple yeah. more pounds. Yeah. Hello. Right. Yeah, a couple more pounds. So anyway, let's, let, let's get to really quick. I just want to just say this really quick. And then, Denise, I want to get to this very interesting wedding case where there's uh, criminal prosecutions going on. Uh, 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 Dr. William Hustle in Ohio 
um, was accused of ordering a lot of painkillers um, for his patients. Well, he was just found not guilty. Now, why do I bring this up? Because you know what? You always hear about the guilty or things they've done wrong. But I want to bring up he was found not guilty um, of 14 hospital patients' deaths. And, and that kind of piggybacks if this were in California under an applied malice theory, going back to this other case. After the first, he was giving his patients who were terminal otherwise, he was giving them high doses of fentanyl. That was the accusation. After the first patient that you gave that fentanyl to, you know, and, and they died, why are you continuing to give fentanyl to other patients at the same or higher doses? Now, that could be an implied malice theory if the jury believed it, but those are facts that would be like, look, if it happened once, it's highly likely it might happen again. The jury didn't buy that, but those are, if you didn't have the intention to kill somebody, those are things that are right. quasi-implied malice type cases. All right, Denise, let's close us out with this final All right, final there was case. a Florida bride and her wedding caterer that have been charged criminally because they poisoned the food with marijuana. And people in the in the bride's party and all the people at the wedding got sick. Some Woo! of them had very serious paranoia. And you know what one of the, the family members said? What? It was I high on the marijuana? Why. Yes. They said, I don't know why. I think the biggest question of all in our minds is why? We want an explanation. Why would they do that? The so much marijuana that it poisoned. <laughs> yeah, what I was thinking is the bride saying, there. look – my dad's going to be here with his new wife, and my mom's going to be here, and they're just going to fight. I just want to pacify them. <laughs> <laughs> Make them happy. All right, Cal, at well, the I, very I, end, what do we do? I have one more question, and yes. that is, what are your quick takes? Denise, do you want to start this today? I will. I'll start by this. I can always admit when I'm wrong, and boy, was I wrong last week when I said Elon Musk would back out of buying Twitter. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Fred Petty, what is your... Uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. No matter what's happening in this trial, I think Depp's going to take a few years off, a little hiatus, and he's going to be back in pictures. And Mr. Kunin, I'm sure you have a quick take to share with us. Of course they put marijuana in the drinks and the food at the wedding. How else are you going to bump up the amount that gets put on that money tree? <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> next week with Radio Law Talk. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us, folks. This is Radio Law Talk. We will be back next week, 9 to noon Pacific, on many local radio stations, and as always on RadioLawTalk.com. Until then, thanks for turning us on and tuning us in, and have a great rest of your weekend. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Special announcement for anyone currently faced with overwhelming financial pressures 
Due to back taxes, if you owe money to the IRS, tax relief programs are now available to help you deal with these problems and get your life back on track. You can't hide from the IRS, and your problems will not just go away on their own, but get worse. Call U.S. Tax Shield now for a free assessment of your financial situation. 855-795-1006. When you call, you will speak with one of their experts that can legally get your tax debt in control and potentially saving you thousands of dollars. Garnished wages, property seizures, bank levies, and other collection actions can stop immediately. Their specialists can get you protected and negotiate settlements on your behalf. Don't delay. Call U.S. Tax Shield now for a free consultation. 855-795-1006. 855-795-1006. That's 855-795-1006. Call now. 